People say she's crazy, she got diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Well, that's one way to lose these walking blues. Diamonds on the soles of your shoes. She was physically forgotten, but then she slipped into my pocket with my car keys. She said, You're taking me for granted because I please you. Wearing these diamonds. And I could say, Ooh. As if everybody knows what I'm talking about. As if everybody here would know exactly what I was talking about. I'm talking about diamonds on the soles of shoes. Oh, 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 oh,
vai fazer esse povo renascer? Rio de Janeiro dá a volta por cima. Acredito em você Eu sei que vai fazer Esse povo renascer Rio de Janeiro Dá a volta por cima O Maracanã Refazendo a torcida
richest country in the world had been run by rich and powerful men from the beginning of time. Began with slavery, they owned the workers and the land. If any slave objected, he was flogged or hanged, and that kept them in order. The only real wealth in the world is land and the resources that lie under it and the people. They are the real source of wealth. And until really quite recently, working people had no rights at all. We lost 105 million people in two world wars from 1914 to 1914. 105 million people died, and that was the price of capitalism and imperial competition. The interwar slumps were not acts of God or result of strange forces. It was the direct result of too much economic power in the hands of too few men who behaved like a totalitarian oligarchy in the heart of our democratic state. They had and they felt no responsibility to the nation. In wartime, there are no economic arguments at all. I've never heard a general say, I can't bomb. Baghdad this month because I've exceeded my budget. In wartime, you do whatever is required. And we should adopt the principle that in peacetime, you do whatever is required. Thacking you perfectly well, the strength of the labor movement lay in three sources of power. One was the trade union movement. So she took on the miners, described these courageous and skilled people as the enemy within. For God's sake, what an insult to the people who built our economy in the sweat of their labor. And she introduced legislation that made trade unionism actually illegal. She said, well, you can buy a council house, so you'll be a property owner. You may not be able to get a wage increase, but you can borrow. And the borrowing was deliberately encouraged because people in debt are slaves to their employers. Borrowing was a deliberate policy to make the working class today slaves again. And that's exactly what they are. I mean, many trade unions are gone strike because they're afraid they lose their job and lose their home. And so that's what the policy was. This privatization is a deliberate policy to restore power back to where it was. And what we are now back in, that's what the whole crisis is about, the restoration of power of those who always control the world, the people who own the land and the resources and all the rest of it. And that is something we need to understand. The older I get, the more I realize every single generation has to fight the same battles again and again and again. There's no final victory and there's no final defeat.
allegiance to the house groove. It's the only sound that makes me move. It makes me strong. It takes me high. The music moves my soul. Oh, by and by. I pledge allegiance to the house sound. It's the groove that will always be around. So I'm the one sent here to announce that you can't stop the house.
Thank you.